You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Today is Wednesday, July 28th, 2021, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, Anson Mount announced a wrap on Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Gates McFadden reflects on her TNG family and Dr. Crusher's future. One fan lobbies for whales to be recognized in Klingon. And I'm taking you back in time for a little Star Trek history. I'm Allison Pitt, and today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Get 10% off your first month of counseling at betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. Over the weekend, Anson Mount announced the end of main unit filming for the first season of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. In a social media post, Mount shared his thanks to everyone involved, including the fans. Mount tweeted, And that's a season one main unit wrap. We owe some pickup shots, most of which will be tackled this fall, but the lion's share of our work is in the can. Thanks to our phenomenal crew, thanks to Toronto, and thanks to our fans for being so patient. We will see you soon. With Mount's tweet, production seems to be right on schedule. Strange New Worlds was originally scheduled to end July 27th. The City of Toronto website has now been updated, showing the production now has a camera wrap date in late September of this year. Fellow Strange New Worlds cast member Melissa Navia retweeted Mount's comments, adding her own, saying, I'm immensely proud of our crew. We persevered through a pandemic and shot a space adventure. Can't wait for the world to see it. Star Trek Strange New Worlds is expected to premiere on Paramount Plus in 2022. In a recent interview with IGN, Star Trek The Next Generation's Gates McFadden discussed a range of topics, including her new podcast, her TNG family, and the past, present, and potential future of her Star Trek character, Dr. Beverly Crusher. When it comes to families, the cast of Star Trek The Next Generation have only grown closer as the years have gone by. Just like any family, they've had their shares of ups and downs, but their connection has endured for more than three decades. During the COVID-19 pandemic, the cast started a group text, something that hadn't been done before. McFadden said, that was something that really had us staying together. It was very familial and we are like a family. McFadden reflected on the 2012 Calgary Expo, where the cast gathered for a special TNG 25th anniversary reunion, where she says the cast had a lot of fun together. Something new happened there, McFadden said of the experience. From that point on, we have just grown tighter and tighter, and it's absolutely lovely. For all of their time together off the set, Star Trek Picard has allowed some of the gang to get together on screen as well. Jonathan Frakes, Marina Sirtis, and Brent Spiner have all appeared in the series so far. Admitting that she isn't totally happy with her character's overall arc, McFadden hasn't ruled out the idea of returning as Dr. Crusher. But if she did return, she'd like to see her as a really full character. I can't imagine that she wouldn't have continued working as a doctor, McFadden told IGN. I love that Dr. Crusher was always the one who got into arguments with Picard because her first oath was the Hippocratic Oath, and his was the Prime Directive. The Prime Directive was second for Crusher, and I think that's a fascinating place to be. To read McFadden's full interview, head to IGN.com. You can also check out her new podcast, Gates McFadden Investigates, Who Do You Think You Are?, wherever you get your podcasts. 
In just a moment, more news, and I'll be taking you back in time to find out what happened this week in Star Trek history. But first, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Do you need someone to talk to? BetterHelp can do that. Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line, but they can get you set up with a licensed professional counselor in under 48 hours. Here's how it works. When I signed up with BetterHelp, I took a short survey so they could match me with someone, and they matched me in just a couple hours. And it was just a day or two after that that we got to work. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a Daily Star Trek news listener, you can get 10% off your first month of counseling by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. Join over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. For the past four years, the nation of Wales has been the only part of the United Kingdom lacking an important status, official recognition by the Klingon Empire. That has now been rectified by the efforts of one very passionate and persistent Star Trek fan, according to a story at Nation Cymru, which advertises itself as a news service by the people of Wales for the people of Wales. The recognition comes from the Klingon Language Institute, a nonprofit organization that has served to promote the Klingon language and culture since 1992. Welsh fan Alex Green said he's been lobbying for years to have the KLI designate an official Klingon word for Wales, making Monday's announcement a dream come true for the IT professional. They'd done all the other nations of the UK, Green said, and Ireland was heir in 2017, and it looked as if nobody was going to finish the tea set. So I pushed for Wales to be recognized, and they finally confirmed it. Green, who was fluent in Klingon, went on to claim official status as Klingon ambassador to Wales, or Welish, as it is now known. If you want to become fluent like Alex Green and maybe one day self-appoint an ambassadorship of your own, you can start by visiting the Klingon Language Institute at KLI.org. If you're brave enough to try, then we here at Daily Star Trek News wish you kapla. And now a look back into Star Trek history. It was today, July 28th, back in 1965, that shooting wrapped on the second pilot episode of Star Trek, the original series, Where No Man Has Gone Before. This was the eighth day of filming on an episode whose schedule was only budgeted for seven days, and it was in danger of continuing into a ninth day. Now, Star Trek was a show unlike any that had ever been made and had more complicated technical requirements than the typical weekly series. This was Gene Roddenberry's second chance to sell the series, and had they taken nine days to film the pilot, it probably would have been killed by the studio. That studio, by the way, was Desilu Productions, founded by Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball. Ball was so taken by the premise of the series that she championed its production even though most of the money people couldn't see its worth. Star Trek's impending deadline spurred the director James Goldstone to film an astounding and unprecedented 30 camera setups in one day. On a typical day, production would begin at 8 a.m. and end at 7.10 p.m., but today was not typical, and shooting wrapped at 9.37 p.m. after completing the climactic fight between Kirk and Gary Mitchell on Delta Vega. The actors and their stuntmen kicked around sand and styrofoam, covering the dolly tracks that had been laid out for the camera. A possibly apocryphal tale has Lucille Ball herself, grabbing a broom and helping to clean off the tracks in order to keep filming moving, saying, what do I have to do to get you to finish? 
Now, whether the story is true or not, they did eventually finish, although they did have to come in for a few pickup shots the next day. Despite the extra shooting days, the show did get picked up, which is good news for Trek fans everywhere. Tune in again next Wednesday for more Star Trek history. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and written by Chris Peterson, Jack Brown, and David Powell, with history by T. Rick Jones. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Get 10% off your first month of counseling at betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know and the weekend's Star Trek events. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.